Hello and welcome, bonjour et bienvenue, this is the Community Trail Running Podcast, I'm your host Adam Lee, thank you for joining me once again, so many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today is episode 67, we have Renee Jansen of the Trail Mix Fund and Go Beyond Racing on the podcast the race director tells us all about what the Trail Mix Fund is, what they're up to, and how it's helping BIPOC and queer folks get to start lines. It's a great one, and it'll come up just after our little bit of housekeeping. Of course, the Trail Running Film Festival is coming back to Vancouver at the Rio Theatre on Thursday, April 4th. Tickets are on sale for the early bird price of $25. Get them before they go up to 30 on January 1st. As for Alberta, Edmonton, we're working away on a theater for Tuesday, June 4th. Calgary will have tickets going on sale soon enough. Globe Cinema there is hosting us on Wednesday, June 5th. We can't wait to hang out with you all there. And the next day, Thursday, June 6th, we are partnering with Arts Place in Canmore, and those tickets are going on sale in March. Thank you all so much for liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, listening on your Bluetooth speaker on the bus or in the park. I'm kidding, of course. It's been great to have all the support, regardless of how it's been coming. I really appreciate it all. So close to a 1,000 subscribers right now. I really appreciate that from all of you. Thank you for giving me your time. I might actually hit that goal by the end of the year, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Next week, next Monday, is Christmas. Rather than skip the holiday Monday, we have a special episode to release. It will feature a bunch of former guests sharing some of their funny or embarrassing trail running memories. It's a perfect little holiday treat. I really appreciate them spending the time and sharing the stories, and I can't wait to share them all with you. I also can't wait to share today's chat with Renee, so let's get to it. Today's guest is Renee Jansen from the Trail Mix Fund. The Trail Mix Fund was started by Go Beyond Racing in an effort to improve diversity in trail racing and remove a potential barrier for the underserved and underrepresented. This fund pays the race registration fee for runners who can't afford or aren't sure they belong in the sport. Renee, thanks for coming on to chat about it. Happy to. Thanks for having me. That's a fantastic idea. I love it. But before we get into the fund, why don't you just tell us about yourself and your trail running background? Um, well, it's nothing all that exciting. Um, I'm a trail runner now, but I started like a lot of trail runners on the road um, and tired of that and started, uh, did a, a couple triathlons and figured I am not a swimmer, <laughs> um, moved on to adventure racing. And that was my passion for many years, um, had kids. And so dropped out of that sport um, just because it took so much time and money and moved into trail racing, discovered ultras, and then uh, became a race director. And you are a race director for Go Beyond? Yes, Go Beyond Racing. My husband, Todd, and I um, are Go Beyond Racing. It's just the two of us. And um, those kids that I mentioned are 16 now, so they get to help out um, often, whether they want to or not. But <laughs> it's just, uh, we're just a, a small mom and pop. That's awesome. That, and that's what makes this sport so fun is there's, you know, family run races out there and everyone's into it and doing their best to push it forward. I'm wondering, you go from all of that to starting the trail races yourself and then the trail mix fun starts to make mm -hmm. sense to you on some level. How did that happen? Uh, well, like uh, many 
many good things that came out of the pandemic. Uh, the trail mix fund was one of those. Um, our race business was shut down, you know, no in-person events were being allowed. And so we started offering some virtual events and we were hearing from people who wanted to do those that couldn't afford um, even the, the small race entry fee that were um, associated with those events because they'd lost their jobs related to the pandemic. And so we just started, you know, waiving the entrance fee for people. And then we were hearing from other uh, people in our running community that they wanted to pay the race entry fee for people. They wanted, you know, to pay for themselves and, and another one. Um, and so that's kind of where the, the idea was born was uh, during those virtual races. And then um, at the same time, I'm in Portland, Oregon, and we had a, a pretty large uh, Black Lives Matter movement happening here during that um, 2020 year. And so the Tromex Fund was born of the idea of helping people who couldn't afford to to run, which we were hearing from ourselves, and then also just the lack of uh, diversity in the trail running scene, um, even at our own start line. So um, it all came together in 2020. And um, when we got back to putting on races in person in 2021, we just continued to um, do that, to, to cover the entrance fee uh, for folks that couldn't afford it or folks that didn't think they were a part of the community. and. Um, it just kind of grew from there, and in 22, I think, is when we um, uh, did all the paperwork and paid all the fees um, to uh, turn it into an official 5013C nonprofit organization. So now it's separate from Go Beyond Racing. And it's as you already mentioned, you know, it's it's you and your family that run the Go Beyond Racing. Now you've taken on this whole other charity. Mm -hmm. Did you did you feel pressure to do that, or did it just naturally make sense? Uh, we didn't feel pressure to do that, um, but the the reason we went that direction was for the people who donate, so that the donation could become a tax deductible donation. Um, we thought that that might. Uh, uh, incent more people to donate if they got a, a tax deduction from that. So that was really the idea behind turning it into a separate organization. And then also, I guess we um, were thinking that this was bigger um, than just go beyond and we wanted to be able to include other races. And so setting it up as its own organization so that all the financials were separate from go beyond racing uh, just made sense and the, the nonprofit status was a natural step from there and obviously you know to get to the point where you started a charity you've had a great response to it um and not along the same lines of the pressure now that it's its own charity is there any like how do you stay true to your mandate and continue to grow is there any external pressures from that uh there are some external pressures uh uh all well-intended people that have good ideas you know they're like well what about this what about that like what about if you uh get your sponsors to you know provide shoes for everybody or you know uh what about the travel to get to the race and so there's always a lot of uh suggestions of ways we could expand um which are all 
100% valid and maybe someday, but for now we just um, are staying focused on what we started to do. And once we get to the point where we feel like we've achieved um, our goals in that area, then we'd look to expand. But I'd say just staying true to helping people who can't afford the race registration fees and helping um, the BIPOC and the queer community get to a start line. That's that's where we're we're staying focused for now. It's an awesome goal to have, and it's so great that you're helping people do that. Um, beyond go beyond go beyond. <laughs> are there other races that people can apply for the fund and take part in? Yes, uh, we started uh, opening that up to other races. Um, I should have anticipated this question so I could tell you the number, and I can't think of it off the top of my head because we're adding to it all the time. But we've got um, probably about twenty or so races. Awesome. Um, that are part of the Tromix Fund now. And uh, we continue, that's a big focus, is uh, continuing to add new races to the to the Tromix Fund. So we've got several on the East Coast in New York and New Jersey. Um, we've got some in Texas. Um, so around the, around the country now. And is it a case where race other race directors reach out to you? Are you reaching out to other race directors? Are people telling you about races? How does that happen? Um, it's a little bit of both. Uh, we get race directors that reach out to us directly, um, and that's fantastic. Sometimes we'll get people apply to the Tromix Fund uh, for races that aren't a part of it, and so we encourage them to, to reach out to the race director um, and suggest that they become a part of it. So either way works. We're happy to have the conversation no matter which way it comes in. As long as you're helping, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already put you on the spot with one number. I'll try again with another number here. Do you know how many people you've helped to the line already? Yes, I can answer that one. <laughs> um, since we started, we've had 141 people apply, and our approval rate is about 95% right now. So the vast majority of people that apply are approved, and those um, those that haven't been approved, I should back up and mention that we do have a board of directors. There are um, five people on the board of directors um, that does not include Todd and I, who do the review of all the applications and determine who's accepted. Um, so 95% are accepted and the majority of those that aren't accepted are because it's either a race that's not part of the Tromix fund or the race um, is already sold out by the time they have they've applied um, those sorts of situations. It's it's very rarely that someone is um, not approved because they don't fit in with what we're trying to accomplish. And I suppose just now that you mentioned that too, and having a board of, director, board of directors, that must be kind of nice for you to, um, to kind of have some more responsibility so you don't feel like you're wearing everything from everyone. Yes, it's great to have them. Um, we uh, know them all well. Um, and they're a great sounding board, um, pun intended there, I guess, uh, <laughs> but they, uh, it, they're diverse as well and very much represent the community that we're trying to serve with the Tromix Fund. And so uh, they're valuable in helping um, us keep us pointed in the right direction and steering the ship the way we need to go. So yeah, it's fantastic to have them. And I imagine the more the more people you have, uh, the easier you can get through things. I'm wondering if you've had any unexpected challenges along the way. 
Um, I wouldn't say unexpected challenges. Our biggest challenge, um, I think, well, two fold now. One is just getting more people aware of the Tromics Fund so they can apply. Uh, and the, the challenge with that is because between, say, April and October, Todd and I are pretty focused on our uh, putting on races. Uh, we we put on about 40 races a year. And so that takes up that chunk of time. And so uh, this is our race off season. So it's the trail mix on season. <laughs> um, and so getting the word out to people to apply, um, I, you know, we want, we want more people to apply. So that's a challenge. And then since we've started adding additional races, just getting other races involved, uh, getting the word out for, to other race organizers that this is an option for them. Um, but that we're getting some momentum there. We just participated in a, a conference and got to speak to other race directors. Um, we've had some race directors who are part of the Tromix Fund referring other race directors. And so it's starting to feel like we're getting some good momentum. And um, also with having the time now to focus on it in this off season that we'll hopefully overcome this challenge of getting getting the word out. And this this will help too, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we hope so anyway. I'm also kind of, I'm trying not to laugh too much because you're saying it's your off season for racing, but we know how much work you have to do to get your races ready too, yeah. so. <laughs> it's true, it's paperwork season now. It's not standing at a finish line season. <laughs> That's totally fair. Um, through it all, have you had a moment even to think about what's been really rewarding for you or has it just been nose down push forward um no we i i do think about it we do think about it and i think that's an important part of any effort is to slow down enough so that you can appreciate uh what you're doing otherwise it's just all work and and you get you'd get burnt out from it so um I think one of the most rewarding things is just hearing the stories of the people who apply. Our application process is super simple. It's an online form, brief, um, but we have a free form text uh, option for people to make their case. And so those, those stories, um, that's the rewarding part, hearing um, you know, the growth in people from getting where they were to where they are now to apply or where they want to go. And that's why they're applying to the Tromex Fund. Um, so like the people that, you know, just can't afford to race. I mean, that, I don't know, that one, I, I like that story. <laughs> um, they've got the drive, they've got the background of, you know, racing, maybe they're out of work or maybe they're students in school, um, lots of reasons, but that that one I really enjoy. And then um, I like the fiery ones too, where the people are, um, they want to represent, you know, they're, uh, uh, you know, an Asian person who is tired of being at races and not seeing other faces like theirs. And they're just like, this is an opportunity for them to, to make a change. And then they want to become like ambassadors of this whole thing and spread the word to other people in their communities. So I like that too. Well, it's incredible to have people buy into what you're a part of. 
I'm sure it feels great. That's awesome that you get to hear the stories. Maybe tell people where they can become part of the story and either apply or, or help donate. Where can people get involved with the Trail Mix Fund? Sure. So at trailmixfund.org is our website, and that is where people can go to apply on the apply page there, or they can also donate through uh, the website. We also have it set up with the races that are a part of the Trailmix Fund um, that use Ultra Sign Up as a registration platform. You can add on a donation to your um, registration. So when you're signing up for a race, you can choose to make a donation that way. Um, through all of our races and all of our Trailmix fund races. Um, but you can donate through the website or apply through um, the website at trailmixfund.org anytime. That's amazing. A huge thank you to <laughs> Renee Jansen. A huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere, like all of those with Go Beyond. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running.